you're listening to the Creepcast on downrightcreepy.com. Now, here's your creepy host. Um, I am still Casey Canton and Eric Havens. Hi. Um, so on the podcast today, it's going to be a somewhat religious horror film theme podcast. We're going to talk about Holy Ghost People, um, a show on National Geographic that you may have heard of um, with some snake handling Baptist fork tongue. No, they're not fork tongue, but some snake handling well, snakes re- are. religious people. And uh, one of those gentlemen that was on that show died from a yeah. snake bite. He bit the hand that fed him. Is that right? Snakes did not feed him. No, the snake bit the hand that fed him. Yeah, that makes more sense. That's where I'm going. I was, I'm sorry, I'm dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's jump into the bizarre news first, since it ties into our first horror movie review. Bizarre news being Jamie Coots that we just brought oh, up. Oh, okay. Um, I thought we were still doing the kitty that it harassed people. Oh, well, maybe we'll get to that, too. We got okay. a lot to... It's pretty good. We got a lot to cover. I think we, most we, people know about that, though. We should definitely point. bring that up because there's a horror film where a cat steals your breath. But let's get to that oh, in a minute. You mean Cat's Eye? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Coots was this guy that was on this religious... Is uh, it Coots or Cuts? Coots. Coots? C-O-O-T-S. Okay. Yeah. And so he belonged to a religious group in Tennessee, sure, I believe Tennessee or Kentucky. Let's be Somewhere honest, somewhere down there, there, down there, and Alabama, you know, <laughs> somewhere. Uh, yeah, I'd yeah, lump it in. Yeah, what would that state be called? Uh, I don't want to say. I almost said a curse word. And Tentucky, I don't Kentucky, Alabama. Kentucky, Alabama. That sounds way more like I would visit that place. It sounds pretty fun. Yeah, it sounds like they'd have water slides and roller coasters. <laughs> Sounds good. Kentucky and Alabama. you know what else they got? Snake handling preachers. So this whole show, is <laughs> my segue, this whole show is based around one church group that resides in one of those states, and they believe that if they handle these snakes, as long the Bible as, says so. Yeah. If they believe in God, God will protect them from yeah. these snakes. Which I respect, because there's a lot of like Christians who pick like what verses they want out of the Bible? These people are going full in, yeah. full in. It's not. In, it's still interpretation a little bit, but it's it's in there. Abiding by, uh, I believe in this, and I'm gonna live or die by it. Right. Literally in this case, right? By handling these snakes. So every uh, mostly it went well. <laughs> yeah, mostly every sermon. <laughs> I mean, bring out these snakes and they like, handle them yeah. and they sing songs of hymns and worship and and. If they have God in them, they won't get bit. Right. Most of the time, they don't. Yeah. And most surprisingly, like, like think about it. If you had a business that had a ninety-nine point nine percent success rate, that's pretty good. Yeah. If you're on Yelp. Yeah. And it's like, great sermon, didn't get bit today. <laughs> yeah. Five stars. Yeah. You're gonna go back to that yeah, place, and exactly. that's what these people did. They were like, right. Yep, gave it a good rating. No bite. Check in on Foursquare. No bites. Good tip. I'm gonna go back. And then. And then shit got real. Somebody got bit. Yeah. The devil got inside him, apparently. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, Jamie Coots refused medical service because that's typically what they do. Right. Because at that point, I feel like they you either think they've sinned. Pray or something. Or, yeah, they'll pray and they'll be okay. And actually. <laughs> Instead of walk it off, it's pray it off. Walk pray it, it off. off. Pray it off. Rub some dirt on it. <laughs> and apparently, though, they have been bitten before. There has been some people that have been bitten, but they haven't died. In this right. case. Yeah. It happened, and he died. There's uh, been people in the past in the congregation, I mean, years ago, that have died from a snake bite. One of them was his best friend growing up, and he's got, like, this plexiglass case that he keeps 
snakes in that was a prized possession to him. So anyway, I thought it was interesting, though, and unfortunate that this came out, the story came out around the same time that Holy Ghost People right. was finally starting to get some press because Holy Ghost People... Yeah, that played in like South by Southwest in like 2012 or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. And Holy Ghost People is really, after watching the show mm-hmm. and watching Holy Ghost People, clearly it's an exaggeration right. of that culture. But it really did tie in very yeah. closely to that show. After I felt I a little it. exploitative, kind of. Even the overalls, right? On big, uh-huh. on Smiley. Oh, the the weird guy. Yeah. The super weird guy. Yeah. Yeah. They have a character on the National Geographic show that actually had actually wears those. Oh. I was trying to think of the guy's name. You're, well, I, from my angle, you're like touching, like you have your phone on the laptop, but it looked like you're trying to use touch my laptop screen. like a touch screen. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think that's going to work. Why isn't it working? Um, so since we're already on Holy Ghost people, let's transition from our bizarre oh. news. Rest in peace, Jamie Coots. Uh, before we move on, let's hear a real quick snippet from Jamie Coots so you can get an idea of how he actually felt, so I'm just not running off right. my mouth. Yeah. Let's hear a clip from the, the show on National Geographic. I have been bit eight times in the last 21 years. I was bitten by a black timber rattler on this finger, and it rotted till it was just as black and hard as a piece of coal. I made a vow to God when I first started taking up serpents that if I ever was bitten, I would not go to the hospital. And if I ever went to the hospital, I would quit taking up serpents. I believe that when it's my time to go, there ain't a doctor in this world can keep me here. And if it's not my time to go, there ain't nothing out there can take me away. All right. So straight from his mouth, we're not exaggerating, making it up. That's the man, unfortunately. Rest in peace. Sorry it happened to you, but maybe you shouldn't be handling snakes. Yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. That's my contribution. Should we move on to uh-huh. Holy Ghost people that's, that's the sound I usually make when I want to say things, but I don't want to offend people. <laughs> like, mm. 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 Did you like that movie? Mm. Mm. Uh, okay. okay. We just had 30 seconds of... Mm. We can go. I'm not going to edit that out either. Don't. Uh, Holy Ghost People is... A movie. A movie. Um, starring Emma Greenwell. She plays Charlotte. Joe Edginger, who plays Brother Billy, who I thought played it very effectively. Yeah. And then Brendan McCarthy is our other main character, who mm-hmm. plays Wayne. Like the alcoholic fat guy? Yeah. Well, he's, Veteran. Not, he's not fat. Vet. Oh, fat. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's a thin fella. Let's uh, set this up for the people a little bit. Now I take his pecs. What, where would you take that? <laughs> no, like if he was giving them away. I'd take those packs in the back room. Hmm. Watch him drink some beer. <laughs> Call back to the last podcast. Um, so Holy Ghost people, let's set it up a little bit. Um, it starts out with Brendan McCarthy. Voiceovering. Who, who, yeah, there's a voiceover from Charlotte. Yeah. And we see Wayne getting beat up yeah, he does. at a bar. Charlotte sees this, comes over to help, help him out, lend a hand. Basically says stop. She gets pushed away. Not She's cool. there to pick up the pieces and drag him back. This guy. Yeah, drag him back to his house, kind of mm-hmm. clean him up, and stays there until yeah. morning. He wakes up in a daze, hung over, beat up, trying Lady to figure out who's in his house. Yeah. Someone's taking a shower. Yeah, happens to be Charlotte, which I thought. Now you wrote the review. It's on yeah, downright creepy. 
I thought you had a very interesting take on the film about what each character represented uh-huh. and maybe the perspective of each that we get from them. Mm-hmm. So let's now that we've set the movie up a little bit, mm-hmm. let's get into that and carry us to the point where they actually get to the religious cult. Right. Well, if I got, you can. Well, I think what you're referring to is basically that. Uh, there's two forces in the film that are kind of manipulators. Like there's her, and then there's the rigi- religious cult. Like they uh, basically both sides have truths that they're trying to sell that aren't completely true. Yep. And then we have our uh, what Wayne is that his name? Yeah, Wayne. Wayne in the middle who has to decipher his way through uh, not even necessarily what truth is real, but which side he wants to lie like. At. A lie? Ally with? A line? A line with. There, let's go with that. <laughs> Double chocolate stouts. Uh, so that was, once I got, like I didn't pick up on that until about halfway through when I realized that he was being lied to by uh, two forces, basically. Yeah, well, let's set up what those lies entail because we mm-hmm. haven't even said that they got to this religious cult on right. top yeah. of this mountain well, yeah, she in gets, Kentucky. She's basically looking for her drug-addled sister. Yes. And... At the beginning, it seems like her intentions are good, where she's just lying to this man to get him there to help because she needs help and she wants her sister. She needs a ride up yeah. to the church at the top of the well, mountain. Well, and realistically, she probably needs some backup because she's a like, 110-pound girl going into a mountain. To a snake-handling yeah. <laughs> church group that you never know what could happen yeah. at the top of it, which is infamous for being just bizarre to begin with. And a lot of the town folk right. says you, you don't want to go wanna, up there. Yeah, you kind of want a Marine on your side at, the, at that point. Yeah. So once they get up there... I I don't know if it's just when people play on religion in this manner versus like devils do, like possession films work, but when they're kind of silly, it gets yeah. ridiculous. But when you're this seeing something that feels real because you know oh, it's yeah. happening, well, I grew like up. You know this yeah. is happening. Minus Coots, the, for instance, yeah. minus the snake handling. I grew up in a community much like this. So was it a Baptist? Church? It was Pentecostal. Okay. So there was the speaking in tongues, people passing out, wow, people running around the church, all that. I got to see that real life. So and that's scary for a kid, it too. Yeah, and it, it's scary to me looking back because at some point it just became normal <laughs> to me. Oh, wow. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like reading, I'm like reading through the handbook. Like, yeah. Oh, Sister Jean's running around the church again. <laughs> oh. So um, was this film a little more real to you in yeah, that sense? Yeah, absolutely. Because I've been around religion. I, you know, believe whatever you want. I'm not a believer in that, but... Uh, well, I'm not now, but, but, but back then, yeah. yeah. I mean, I went to church when I was little, but I don't know how much of it I ever really believed. But right. when you get into, and I guess that's why I'm bringing all this up, is because this can happen. Mm-hmm. Like, this does It does happen. happen. <laughs> this isn't the boogeyman. Right. Like, this is a real fear to me. And I, I, th- it's not that I'm scared of the movie, but it definitely makes it more creepy. Yeah. Genuinely creepy. Especially right. when there's a reality show that's based on it happening. Yeah. Well, that's the best villains because none of them think they're being villains. They think they're doing good things. Yep, God's work, as they put it. Um, So that's the setup of the film. Now, once we get up there, that's when kind of what you were talking about, but perspectives Mm -hmm. and good sides. Like, there's a point in the movie where you're not even sure the cult's the real bad guy. It might be the girl. Yeah, and like, like what are her intentions, her real intentions? Wayne's just along for the ride, unfortunately. Yeah. And he's the one that Aside from Brother Billy, which I thought was a really interesting character by Joe Edgerton, who is from Kansas City, actually. Yeah, he is. And a little side tangent, he actually invited us to go to his movie premiere because he's he's in L.A., but he's from here, and I think he comes back every now and then. He had a movie premiere down at Union Station in Kansas City and said, come on by. 
when you're done, come by for drinks. And unfortunately, you couldn't go that night. Yeah. We we actually intended on going. Yeah. And we got we had it's stupid. I don't want to talk about it on the podcast, but we we didn't end up making it. Right. And I, I just, didn't I, I didn't want to go and miss part of it, even though I had seen it already. Mm-hmm. But my wife hadn't, and all that stuff. So. And I have a kid, and yeah, she's so probably not ready for snake handling. It I'm gonna wait till she's seven, at least. Yeah. Maybe eight. Mm, that's a little late. She's never gonna be a great snake handler. If you <laughs> that's that true. You're gonna get bit. You know. <laughs> Um, so anyway, thank you to Joe, <laughs> first of all, for that. But yeah. his character was interesting. But Wayne's is really interesting because he, you're almost him in this situation, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Like you the, are Wayne's the character. Yeah. The audience's eyes are his, I think, if that makes sense. He's got them in his pocket. <laughs> there it is. Well, like, his predicament is the same as the audience's trying to figure out like who to, who to root for, who the protagonist really is yeah. in this. So, and it's yeah. not really until the last act of the movie yeah. that you have a firm grasp on like who you should and shouldn't be rooting for. And for me, the entire time, you can at least root for Wayne, Yeah, if nothing else. The only thing, I don't want to get spoilery, but the end of this, these kind of movies always, all, almost always slip into like, like that Wicker Man feel. Yeah, there's... And I'm just so tired of that. There's no clean way to end it. Because the clean way would just be like, they leave the church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it never seems to just happen that way. And it's obviously Hollywood. But I will say, the way it ended didn't bother For me, it didn't bother me. I know you, you said you were get, kind of getting tired of that. And it, to some extent, it's kind of expected. Yeah, that's my point. I mean, it's just... But like I also... It, d- it wasn't horribly done or anything. It's just kind of like, oh, I've seen this before. Okay. Right, yeah. And... I don't know. I, I, I think, I think playing into the realism of yeah. it is what drew me in more. Well, I think what played against type to me, again, being as vague as possible, is that, that there's uh, some alliance switching going on in there, and that felt a little forced to me, like people switching sides. Like I felt that was just convenient for the plot. I didn't feel like it was forced because of the fact that these people are in this cult that never can seemingly leave, and there are strong leaders in, I say cult, that's a church, but it's, it's kind cult. of culty, yeah. Um, but they don't feel like they can leave, but they also feel safe. It's like a weird false sense of security. So for me, when they were switching sides, all it really was the suppressed feelings, like, I want to get out of here. Right. This is somebody I might be able to actually get out of here with. So it if I be, side yeah. with them and help them, that's kind yeah, of the perspective I took on it. And the other so it didn't thing bother me as we much. Sh- we should probably talk about is the voiceover because oh I got yes, the yes. festival copy apparently. Like they sent out the wrong copy for screeners, so there's tons and tons and tons of voiceover, which just explains the plot instead of showing anything. Yeah. Which I mean, and it didn't kill the movie. I still enjoyed the movie, but it was really like heavy-handed, and it felt like, for lack of a better word, lazy. Okay. So. You saw the version that they released in theaters. And well, you said there's a lot less voiceover. Here's the thing. I didn't watch I didn't watch it twice because mm-hmm. to do that, to figure out which one had more voiceover and which one didn't, mm-hmm. I never watched it twice. So I assume I got the one with less voiceover. That's, yeah. Let's um, go with that. Makes better listening. And I will say when I watched it, I didn't, the voiceover didn't bother me. So maybe I did get the one mm-hmm. with less. Um, even Joe, when he invited us to w- go watch the movie in Kansas City, said... Um, I said, well, I've already seen it, but, you know, we'll try and make it out. And he said, well, you also might want to come because we gave you the wrong version or they were sending the wrong one out. 
And I'm like, okay, whatever. But when I watched it, the voiceover never really bothered me. So if that's something that... You probably got the lesser one because it's all over the place in the one I saw. Okay, well, then I definitely probably watched the one with less. Mm -hmm. Um, So overall, this film, I I think if you're interested in that religious horror film twist, Mm -hmm. but you're not over-the-top possession Devil's Due style... (laughs) <laughs> this will, especially if you live in the Midwest or like the Deep South, it'll probably have a little more resonating value. Yeah, these people <laughs> are all around us. Um, I've seen them. Yeah, I've met them. I met the Westboro Baptist Church. They just didn't there handle go, snakes, yeah. but it kind of gives you that feel that if they did, that would be this kind of a church. Yeah, uh, in this convent like uh, compound almost. Um, so overall, I thought the acting was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Brother Billy, as I mentioned before, was pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. Wayne was someone you could attach yourself to and root for. Um, Charlotte was sketchy, which is exactly what they're kind of wanting you to do. And for me, it kept you on the edge of like, well, I don't know if she's good or bad. I know that the church seems bad and that Wayne seems like someone to root for, but Charlotte's sketchy. So right. they achieved all that stuff for me. Overall, I give it a three and a half out of five. Creepy yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. I, th- I would recommend it. It's yeah. what would you give uh, I think rating for it? Oh, and I have to remember what I said on the thing. Maybe three, three. I and think a you half. gave it a three. Three. Yeah, okay. I'll go with that. I like that I asked you when in my head I'm like, yeah, he gave it a three. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember things better than I do. This is available on VOD right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also pick it up on DVD soon as well. Um, but yeah, I'd recommend it uh, if it gets on Netflix and you're you got a night and you're just like, eh, I want to try something different. Not a typical like slasher horror flick. Give this one a try. I think you're going to like it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, let's move on. Okay. And go a little bit off off kilter how we Uh-oh. normally do a podcast. Oh, no. Let's go back to another bizarre news story. Oh, okay. I want to say this. Again? Yeah. Okay. This happened this past week. Yeah, I think it got pretty big on the, the internets. A lot of people have already talked about it, but <laughs> let's give our ridiculous. take on it. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the movie uh, Cat's Eye? I think so, since I brought it up earlier. <laughs> Cat's Eye. Yeah, Where Stephen the, King. The cat tries to steal your breath. Real bastard. Yeah, real, Not the real car dick field. move. Real dick move. But he's also a hero. This one is not. This cat... I think it's kind of a hero in my view. Do you? Yeah. Well, we'll okay. Get to that. Let's set it up a little bit. There was a okay. 911 call by yes. a family... Uh-huh. This past week. Yep. Um, I believe we have the audio for that. Do we? I think Maybe. so. Here, let's, audio for let's, everything. let's go ahead and pull it up. We don't know what to do about the cat. He's gone. Oh, he's trying to attack us. He's very, 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 very hostile. So I tried to get a hold of animal control. Hang on just a second. You guys are inside your bedroom right now. Yeah, yeah. And if I, when I leave out the bedroom to let the police in, I'm going to have to fight this cat. Hang on just a second. And then you say the cat is large. Uh, 22 pounds, maybe. Whoa! Okay, so now you know what we're talking about. <laughs> you haven't heard about the story. Now you're caught up to speed. Yeah. Um, absolutely ridiculous. Kitty cat. It's kitty absolutely cat. ridiculous. It's a kitty cat. It's a 22-pound kitty cat, but it's a kitty cat. It's bigger than most babies most when they come out of the womb. Well, most cats, I'd say, are like 10 to 15 pounds, so it's a big cat, but still, it's a Bigger than cat. most toddlers? Huh. And arguably, it's meaner than most terrible twos. Well, it got pushed. She admitted the dude was like punching the cat. He kicked the cat. Yeah. So yeah, as what you heard the, from what the are you audio, do? some dude I, kicks you. 
I feel like the cat had every right. He lost his mind a to little be bit. berserker yeah. on that guy. Yeah, don't kick a cat. And it's not a dog. A dog is like, I'm sorry. What I do? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why'd you kick me? And a cat's like, dude, don't. You fucked with the wrong kitty cat. Yeah. <laughs> I have so claws. It starts to attack them, and they're like scared. It doesn't even attack them. Well, it, it hisses growl. and like yeah. swipes at them. I think hisses, but and it should. I also like the transcription. You guys, you guys may not have seen this, but when the cat goes, the transcription is roar. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, but I, here as a cat owner, just give me a, it's twenty two pounds. Throw a blanket over it. You're done. Yeah, you're done. The claws are rendered useless at that <laughs> yes. point. You pick it up, throw it in a kennel with your the blanket. Shut it up. We'll wait till it calms down. I thought you, you said have to throw apologize. it in the Kindle. Like, yeah, the Amazon Kindle. <laughs> Read <laughs> about it. Meant. No, you just throw a blanket over it, put it in the kennel, let it calm down, and then you apologize okay. for kicking it. So we're both in agreement that... It's not... The thing that... The, the story that I read said there was a dog in the house that hid in the house, hid in the room with them. And, and the dog like, that dog is a failure at everything that it's supposed <laughs> to be. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> it's like if there was a mouse in the room and the cat yeah, ran into the other exactly. room. Yeah, Exactly. So we're both in agreement that one, ridiculous story. Yeah. Two, we side with the cat. Did you see the follow-up where they're considering putting the cat in therapy? No. That's happening. Yeah. Well, they're, well, they're considering, you know, giving it away. Well, my third point was going to be is that shouldn't they be charged with animal cruelty? Yeah. You don't kick a cat. But it's the That's other way around. Oh, <laughs> it's the other way around. The That's cat's the name of my autobiography, by the way. Don't kick a cat. It's like don't shake a baby. <laughs> yeah. There's don't two rules in life. You don't shake a baby, and you don't kick a cat. Yes. I think that's one there's thing we can take away. Like, there's this thing that cat has that dogs do not, and that's just self-respect. Like, they don't give a damn about you. Like, you have a relationship where you give them food, so they tolerate you. They cover up their poop. Yeah. They take dogs care of that for you. Dogs don't. They clean themselves. Yeah. They're like, I'll take care of the rest. You give me food and water. I'll snuggle with you every once in a while. We got a deal. Okay. I think that's a... First of all, beautiful way to end the story. <laughs> As always, you can find us on iTunes with Creepcast. We're on Stitcher Radio. Mm-hmm. You can rate and review us on there. Uh, you can also listen directly off the website at downrightcreepy.com. Click on podcast. I am Casey Canton at Casey Canton mm-hmm. on Twitters. Yep. And I'm just at Eric Havens just at Twitter. Just same I think guy. I'm the same thing on Instagram. Use. My Instagram's more like just my kid, though, so you yeah. probably don't want to do that. I'm on there too, but I don't use it that often. Yeah, um, yeah that's us on uh, on the on the Twitters. Uh, yeah. You can also follow Downright Creepy at Downright Creepy if you're interested in that for news and contests or reviews and whenever we have new podcasts, you can see it on there. But I just get on the Stitcher and the iTunes. Please rate us. Yeah. Please give us a review. Say, hey, we like that Marlin interview. That's not that's happened yet. May or may not have happened yet. Hey, we like when you talk about psych. Psychotic religious people. Snakes. Just like when you talk about cat stories. And that's all we got. I think on so. On the Creepcast. Felt, felt pretty good. Yeah. Off the cuff today. I need to pee again. That's You've done it six times since we've well, been here. Uh, I've drank two beers. That's about right. That's about ratio. Yeah. That's usually we have to stop the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Yeah.
You are listening to a downright creepy original on the Crickets Podcast Network.